Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion team and that's drilled deep to left field and you can kiss it goodbye onto the train tracks with George Springer a three-run home run and the Astros go up 11 to three this is another Astros podcast and he delivers and Yuli hits this hard down the right field line ball is slicing toward the corner will it stay fair it does just does curl inside the foul pole and that's a grand slam for Yuli Gurriel and it's 4-0 Astros 11th home run of the year for Yuli comes the 1-2 break a ball and that's hammered deep left field that's got a chance and it is out of here the Houston Gurriel 6 Angels nothing how about that two home runs for Yuli Gurriel right third Marwin at first 0-1 and that's lifted in the shallow center for another base hit for Yuli. That'll score White. Seven RBIs for Yuli Gurriel as Barwin goes to second. And it's 7-0 Astros. He's joined the Bagwell Club, didn't he? Seven RBIs for an Astro first baseman. That's right. Welcome back, Robert Ford, joined by Astros hitting coach Dave Hudgens before the Astros take on the Angels. And uh, what a night last night for the Astros offense. 11 runs. I mean, that's already pretty impressive whenever you're able to put up double digits. But how about seven of the 11 runs driven in by one player, Yuli Gurriel, a couple of home runs, including a grand slam in the first inning. Man, it's so much fun to, to watch him hit when he's on, isn't it? Yeah, he was really impressive after that home run to right. I mean, everybody kind of thought it was going to slice and go foul, but it stayed straight. And then, the, you know, the home run hit the top of the box. And I think he had seven RBIs before the fifth inning. That's a pretty good night. He, you know, when he gets locked in, he's he hits the ball as hard and on the line as anybody in the league. So he can barrel some balls up when he's feeling good. And he's starting to get that way, I think. He's starting to feel uh, like tip balls that are out front and drive the ball. I mean, we don't see him get too many home runs to the opposite field like the one that, that, that we saw last night. Not not really. I mean, he'll drive a lot of balls into that right center field gap, but he doesn't really hit a ton of balls, you know, like right down the line in the air like that. So, I mean, that was good to see. I mean, you know, it kind of surprised everybody when he hit that because he doesn't do it that often. But, boy, when he, uh, when he gets on fire and he's directing the baseball, we've all seen it before. He can, he can really do some damage. And he's grounded into a lot of double plays, Julie. I mean, obviously, especially with all the shifts and everything, the, the big key is hitting the ball in the air, especially if you, you don't have a, a ton of speed. But is, is, is double plays, is that a worrisome thing, or is it just a kind of a byproduct of his approach? Yeah, I mean, sometimes you get a little steep to the ball. It's something we talk to him about quite a bit to try to get the ball in the air. You know, with his setup, his high hands, the way he comes down to the ball. And, you know, we like to 
encourage him to hit the ball out front and uh, try to get the ball in the air. And, you know, he's such a good line drive hitter, you don't want to make you know, huge adjustments with him. He's hit like that his whole life. And he, he makes as good a contact as anybody in the league, and he hits the ball as hard as anybody on the, on the line. So, you know, it's just a little reminder of making the ball up in the air and standing in the field. He knows exactly what he needs to do. You know, sometimes if a pitcher makes a pitch in a situation, it's tough to get the ball in the air. And the thing about you is he always makes contact you know, for the most part. So he swings at a pitch, there were two strikes, or maybe he's down the count. It's a pitcher's pitch. Sometimes the ball's going on the ground. If I told you before the season that Alex Bregman would have 30 home runs, 50 doubles, 100 RBIs, 100 runs scored, what would you have said? Well, I, I don't put anything past Alex, but I mean, nobody's ever done that, so it's kind of hard to comprehend. And, you know, the thing about Alex is he's so consistent and he plays every day. And the way you put up big numbers is number one, you're good, but you play every day. And you stay away from any major injuries and those kind of things. And he just, you know, he comes to play baseball every day and to beat you every day. So to say it surprises me, nothing really surprises me that he does because I know how he prepares and his mindset and how he goes about playing the game. But, I mean, I mean, everybody's maybe pleasantly surprised with his consistency, his consistency and just the way he goes about playing the game. He mentioned the health being a big thing, and that's something that's affected this Astros position player group this year. Both Jose Altuve and Carlos Correa we've seen, among others, miss time with injuries. I know Correa has talked about how the back affected him a little bit when he came back, maybe got him into some bad habits. Maybe it happened a little bit with Altuve, too, coming back uh, from, from the, the right knee injury. I mentioned as a hitting coach, that's part of your job, too, is to try and help some of these guys not get into those bad habits when they're coming back from injuries. But that's easier said than done. Yeah, it's, it's tough because, you know, the thing is, these guys are really tough. I mean, physically and mentally, yeah. and they don't say a whole lot. Uh, you can see sometimes when their swing isn't quite right. Like, you can see where Jose maybe wasn't staying on his legs as much. And, but with Carlos, man, he works so hard, and, he, you know, he's just trying to figure out a way to work around anything that's hurting him. You know, his work's been really good, but I'm sure it was a little bit stiff, too, so he didn't have the flexibility and the ability to extend or get started the way he liked to. We're just hoping he's healthy down this stretch and, and get going in time for the playoffs. Dave Hudgens, Astros hitting coach. Always good to talk to you. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Robert. Thank you. So Coward now the last hope for the Angels. Astros leading 11-3. Everybody on their feet here. First pitch. And that's a broken bat bloop into right field. Straw coming in. He's there. Makes the grab. And that is the ball game for a second straight year. And for the third time in the last four seasons, the Astros will be playing in October. They clinch a postseason berth tonight with an 11-3 win over the Angels. 96 wins on the season. They earned every bit of it. Certainly have. That ties the 1986 Astros club for fourth most in club history. As the Astros know, they'll be playing in October. They lower their magic number to clinch the division to six. Well, we talked about it uh, before the ball game, Robert, that the Astros hadn't fared that well against the division foes at Minute Maid Park, but this is a big win for the team, especially when you consider they lost 9 to nothing their last game just a couple of days ago to the Mariners. They bounced back with an eight-run win in this one, winning 11-3. That was a big one. It certainly is, and good to see the Astros with the bats out there, especially Yuli Gurriel with the seven RBIs. As we go down to the Astros dugout, where we're joined by 
Dean Dietz getting the, the final three outs of this ball game. Well, you know, no big deal, Dean. First batter you face tonight, Shohei Otani, strike him out looking. No big thing, right? Uh, you know, I had a little butterflies right there. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you hear all about Otani all offseason, and you come into this season, and you see what he can do. You see all the power. You go out there and throw a backdoor Frisbee on him and freeze him. That had to be one of the biggest thrills you've had so far in the big leagues. Yeah, it was pretty special right there for sure. Hey, how much fun was it watching Yuli Gurriel with what he was able to do tonight with the grand slam in the first and then the seven RBIs? It's crazy, you know. Last year watching the team on TV and getting to be here in this atmosphere and watch this team do what they can do, it's, you know, it's unreal on stream for sure. Hey, Dean, are you taking the opportunity to, to try to gather as much information from some of the veterans right now? Oh, yeah, of course. Got to. All right. Hey, Dean, thanks so much for joining us. All right. Thank you for having me. Player of the Game brought to you by Minute Maid. Metamate has been a proud sponsor of the Houston Astros for over 15 years. Welcome back to Astro Launch. My guest today is Hall of Famer Jeff Bagwell. Jeff, you're around this team a lot, and you do some of the television broadcasts with Blummer and Todd Callis. What do you think about uh, this team going into the postseason this year? They haven't clinched it yet, but what do you feel about this team compared to last year? Well, I mean, it's a little bit different. I mean, <laughs> you know, everybody's kind of like down on the team a little bit, which is funny because we're probably going to win more games than we did last year. Uh, obviously, our starting rotation is our strength of our club. Yeah. Um, our offense has not done generally what everybody wants them to do. But the thing is, this is a group that's won a World Series. They played in some of the biggest games. Like You look at Game 2 and Game 5 of the World Series last year. Those were incredible games. They know what it's like to be there. And they have the talent. They have the, you know, they've been there before. Uh, I hold out for that. that. Once they get these lights on, we clinch this whole thing, get to the playoffs, we'll be all right. How much does experience matter? I mean, these guys have gone to the ultimate. They, they've gotten that prize. It's their third year in the last four years to go to the playoffs. How much does that experience mean? I think it means a ton. I think if you look last year, um, we won the first two games against the Yankees here. We went to Yankee Stadium and lost three. I mean, it's a different deal going to Yankee Stadium in a playoff atmosphere. Now they have that underneath their belt where they understand that. They know we're the world champions. Having that experience of been there and actually done it, They've actually won a World Series. I mean, that, that carries a lot of weight. When you were in the playoffs uh, with those Astros teams, did you feel like as one of the best players on the team, more weight on your shoulders to perform? I really didn't. I, I would say back in 97, the first time we went, I think I was a little nervous. Um, after that, I never was. Um, it was just about going to do my job. You have to have faith in everybody that's around you. That was our strength last year in this ball club the length of our lineup it wasn't just one or two guys it was the whole lineup it's marwin hitting the you know a home run off of uh, jansen in you know in game two if that didn't happen who knows what happened yeah. i mean it's everybody did something in that entire series that's what that's the strength of our club is the length of our lineup and our, of course our starting pitching and our bullpen is starting to run, uh, roll into as far as me and far as those playoff teams um that's the thing you, you just never know what's going to happen in the playoffs just one play can change the entire series, just like Marwin's home run changed last year's. You would hope that this wouldn't be the case, but is it almost helpful that there's a clean slate as far as statistics go to go in there and play more of a team game? I think it is. You know, I've talked to the guys, and you know, no matter what you think the season is, right now the legacy of this year for you as a player and as a team starts once we get to the playoffs. You could do some stuff in the, in the playoffs that can carry for a lifetime. It really can. Yeah. Uh, you remember last year. I mean, things, people, that whole thing changes people's lives, and our guys have seen that, and, uh, you know, I like our chances like that. 
Hey, Baggy, I think uh, young people certainly appreciate Alex Bregman, but I think the older guys appreciate him even more because he seems like a throwback. You feel the same way? I do. Uh, ever since I've met him, he's a baseball player. Yeah. Um, he's a guy that he just enjoys playing the game of baseball. He doesn't, you know, he's not out after, you know, I, I would say right now the money and the fame and all that. That comes to him the way he plays, the way he goes about his business. Everything he seems to do seems to be the right thing. Uh, and as far as, an, like, a, I'm kind of old school. Um, he can play with me anytime because uh, he's a heck of a baseball player. People always talk about it, and it's kind of underscored, but everybody talked about your base running. But when you look at all the little things that Bregman does, he does the little things to cut the bases right. He takes a great secondary lead. Uh, he, he's turned himself into a fantastic third baseman. All those little things that, you know, it seems like sky's the limit right now. It does. And you know what? And that's what it takes to be great. You know, it's, you know, everybody can, you can have a guy that just hits a bunch of home runs and stuff like that. But if you can do everything to help a team win every night, you're not going to do it every night with your bat. But if you can do it defensively, if you can run the bases, take a walk and score, little things you can do for team to win. If you have guys like that on your team, your team's going to be successful. Hey, on the personal side, going to Cooperstown, hanging around with all the Hall of Famers, how cool is that? It's cool. This year was a lot different. Last year I was kind of nervous, um, didn't know what to say, kind of felt out of place. This year, I mean, I had a guy, I mean, I had Al Kaline and, wow. you know, Mike Schmick come up to me and apologize that they weren't there that year. And I was like, what, are you kidding me? <laughs> um, no, but it, it's special just to see all those guys you've seen. On and, and to find out, you know, I mean, they're, they're no different than you sure. and I. Uh, they're just pretty good at what they did. Carl Yastrzemski was somebody you looked up to growing up in, in the Massachusetts area. Have you ever gotten a chance to meet him? I have met Carl. I met him back in 94. Wow. Uh, and he actually called me before I got inducted. Because he doesn't go back to the Hall of Fame. And it's kind of a little bit like Nolan. He doesn't go back very much unless they're teammates or something like that. But yeah. he called me and wished me well, said I deserved it, uh, which meant a ton to me. Because uh, he was a special player. He's another one kind of like like myself and kind of like Bregman a little bit. You know, we're not the biggest guys in the world, but got the most out of our ability. Yeah. And that's what Carl did. You know, he was always changing his swing, the way he held the bat and stuff like that. Yeah. So he was a grinder, a lot like us. All right, Baggy. Appreciate the time. Always great to see you. Sparky, thanks a lot, man. The Houston Astros Radio Network. And Alex Lines is in the left center field. That's a base hit. Fisher around third and coming home. The throw to the plate. Not in time. Astros win. Astros win. Robert Ford. He's a baseball player. Alex Bregman. Steve Sparks. That's how you play baseball. The Houston Astros Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 